Hello, it's another Minnesota. 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 Uh, yeah, I don't even know what number it is anymore. Just welcome to another. Minnesota. Welcome to another Minnesota. We uh, we haven't done a Minnesota in a while. Yeah, it's been a bit for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a catch up for us. It's uh, here we are, the uh, third week of January. No, yes, second, uh, second, second. No, third, third. It's it's the seventeenth. Yeah, it's technically the third. Nah, who cares? I, right, who yeah, cares? who gives a shit? Time travel drinking. Yes, so we are drinking. Chris has fallen off the wagon. Oh fuck, real if, good. If you <laughs> if you if you listen to Ryan Belleville's episode, and I encourage you all to go back and listen to it, uh, we were talking about um, dry Januarys and basically our New Year's. And yeah, and and Chris uh, Chris said that he was going to go all January dry, and I was going February dry. Uh, and, uh, so we weren't drinking last time. Uh, we were just drinking water. Yeah. Uh, but Chris has fallen off the wagon. He is now drinking Huge. again. Yeah. I made it 14 days. <laughs> yeah. 14 days. And I was like, fuck it. I know I'll join my friends in February and <laughs> we'll, we'll try this again. In we'll a try month. this again in a month. Yeah. Again, it, it dawned on me that yes, all of our shows coming up are at beer halls and like, my community centers and my private events where all the riders include a bunch of drinks. So I'm like, I'm not So you're like, fuck my body. Fuck yeah, my no, liver. Screw it. No, my liver had the two weeks and it actually I I had uh on the fourteenth I had a couple of drinks like when I got home, just a really long day. And boy, my tolerance was like I got my ass kicked. It was right. Whoa, look at that. I had two drinks and felt really good. Not like two <laughs> drinks and I need like two more. You know what I mean? It was it was, uh, think, it was good. So, so part of it is to like obviously knock down your tolerance a bit when when you take yeah, hundred percent, right? When when you do something like this and and you can't, you can only go two weeks. Do you think that that means you got a problem? Yeah, not necessarily. No, because I made the absolute choice of being like, I want to enjoy it. Okay, but I, I didn't really reflect that much. So I, I I think that that's a good point because like we're off often when we talk about recovery, we're very legalistic. Right, we use yeah. very legalistic terms of like clean and sober, or like, and you know, we talk about relapse like it's it's a start over when it's not necessarily a start over. Right? Yeah, don't throw away that time. Exactly. Like I, my whole idea with this is, uh, if you run an entire marathon and you fall down halfway and pick yourself up, do you go back to the beginning of the marathon? No. No. You're but fucking... if you shit your pants, you should. No, but marathon <laughs> runners do shit their I, pants. I know, that's what, yeah, I know. <laughs> but you finish the marathon and you say, hey, I, I ran an entire marathon and I only fell once. Or and twice. Shit, and shit my pants. And yeah, then I shot my pants. Um... <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I uh, don't... You know, you know, I never actually asked that question because I was just like... Yeah, I didn't really ask that question. Way to uh, way to shine a light into a dark cavern. Sorry, I like I. <laughs> it's just one of those. Like, I do. I try to do a dry month every year because that's my check in with myself, right? Like, yeah. uh, as as someone who works in the mental health field and has worked as an addictions therapist in the past, I need to make sure that I got my shit on lock, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. You know, it's nice to be able to have a couple of drinks uh, here and there. Yeah, or even know. like have a drink every night, but. You know, it's about knowing what the limit is. And play within it. Yeah. yeah. Like it's gambling or some shit like that. Exactly. That's a, that's a you got your phone on? I had my phone on. You Sorry. had your phone on? If this was a also comedy colored. club, I would say, give me your phone. I'm going to answer that. I know you would because it was, it's, I have an SMS app. It's probably the wife's grocery list and I fucked up today. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> you got to do grocery shopping. I sure do. Got to be at Costco covered in fucking mud, yo. Oh, yes. You, you are covered in white mud. Yeah. Paint? No. Plaster. Plaster. Yeah. 
it's all the same language to me. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> it sure is. We got to get to working on our special room too. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's another. We already that's... said that we were. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get working on it. Um, what are we? What are you drinking today? We've talked enough I, about what I'm about, drinking. You have we? Well, yeah, we've talked yeah, about we, these guys before. This is Henderson Brewing Company out of uh, Toronto. Okay. Uh, okay. This, 28A Sterling Road, and... Uh, you don't need to, like, suck their dick. Man. No, for sure, but uh, <laughs> it's a nice, light blonde. It's a food truck, and they're uh, they're paying homage to all the food trucks in the cities. It's, uh... As mobile chefs, we brew this refreshing, uncomplicated blonde ale that pairs perfectly wait, with great food. They, like, brew it in a food truck? Yeah, but I don't know. I think they're just, like, saying this pairs with a, with a lot of gut wagon shit. Oh, so, like, so, you know, if you're going to eat, like, garbage poutine and tacos? Yeah, or a warmed-up hot dog. You know, go I to town. I love a yeah. warmed-up hot dog. Fuck, yeah, right? <laughs> There's something about, like, caramelized, processed pig entrails. There, that... So, right now, Harvey's has three for $5, and it includes their hot dogs. Oh. And I fucking went in the other day. I was like, I'd like three hot dogs, please. But, like, you could get, like, hot dogs. Burger, and burger whatever. And yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, their donuts. I was, like, I was like, I'd like three of your hot... Three of your finest hot dogs, please. <laughs> <laughs> I lather them in ketchup. Please, and a little bit of onions. Excellent. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm sure if there's listeners in Chicago, they'd be shuddering at the sound of ketchup on your hot dog. Really? Yeah, it's a huge thing. You I... don't put... You've don't put ketchup on your hot dogs. It's just mustard. Oh, fuck mustard. I hate mustard. Really? I hate mustard. You're a child. <laughs> There's a lot of food that Champ eat doesn't eat that I'm just like. I'm really no. I'm actually like this is my biggest fear with Maddie is that she'll be a picky eater like me. I'm a very picky eater. Yeah. And for me, it was always a texture thing growing up. Right. A texture and a color thing. Certain uh, foods to me shouldn't look a certain color. I have an issue with eating yellow things. You're a food racist. <laughs> like i can't eat bananas oh. i will literally i will and this sounds so stupid i will gag and throw up if i'm eating no bananas. no that makes sense amanda's the same way my wife and is the same way kate tried to trick me once i was sick and she tried to make me the smoothie and she threw in so many blueberries because she knows like blueberries are like one of the few berries that i really really like yeah she put in like it's like not even half a banana, and you could taste it, and like through the, all of it, the overwhelming smell of it. Oh, Christ. like it comes in the room, and I'm like, "There's a fucking banana in there." She's like, "There's barely any banana in here." I was like, "I can smell fucking banana." She's like, "There's that much banana." You would have been there. And then she's like, "Fucking drink it!" And yeah. I'm like, "I'm like sipping at it. I'm like, this is garbage. This tastes like ass. I'll never eat bananas." Oh wow. We, yeah. That was our, our first and only fight was about my dislike of bananas. Wow. Yeah, no, I uh, I got Amanda didn't like bananas either. She's just not. She's just like, the kids are strange. You are strange. Bananas are weird. I hope they go extinct. And I'm like, well, they kind of are. So uh, yeah. uh, we, careful what you wish for, banana haters. Thanks, global warming. Thanks. Yeah, I, I'm not, I think it's I'm the not, seeds are dying off, too. I'm not against bananas for other people. You're just... Bananas just aren't for me. No, I get that. Like... And for me, like, I don't know, we were never really adventurous growing up with, like, our foods. Like, my, my parents are really meat and potatoes type yeah, of people. Yeah, it sounded pretty traditional and, with their servings. Well, I was also, I was I was a competitive swimmer right. growing up. So, I had a very limited diet as well as to what I could and couldn't be eating. I didn't start eating, like, hamburger, like, beef until 18, 19. Wow. Yeah. Wowsies. Like, uh, and then there's myself who served at so many steaks once. I think I served over 5,000 steaks one summer while cooking with my dad. That beef to me and like, like it was one of the first things I ever was like, we have steak. You know, like Eddie's yeah. yeah, the same way. So Erica is being uh, a little bit more uh, 
selective, let's say, with what she eats. Uh, but this, so like this wasn't actually what we were going to talk about, but it's kind of an interesting topic. Like, um, how do you get your, cause like we're actually just about to start Maddie on solids, right? Nice. We're going to like start her out with like some sweet potatoes. Some, yep. We're going to start her out with bananas. We're going to get that on, or that done and out of the way. Yeah. Rip that bandaid off. Avocado. Avocado. Yeah. Um, we're going to do, um, the cereals and stuff like yeah, that. The and I really do want Maddie to grow up with a refined palate. I love watching cooking shows. I, I love going, I wish I liked that. Yeah. And my thing is I'll try everything, Yeah. but I still hate it. Wow, so it's intense. weird. I, yeah, it's weird. It's, I, but there's a lot of things now that I've tried that I love as well. Right. right? Like it's one yeah. of those things where I'll try yeah. it and I know my re- preferences. You, you've been with me when I've ordered nachos. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I like nachos with cheese, chicken, tomato, and a side of hot sauce. Right? And that's like, and it's it. because over time I've, I've tried it with jalapenos or I've tried it with green peppers and I've tried yeah. it with onions. I'm like, I just don't dig it. Yeah. What did you do with Eddie and Erica for them to keep that palate? Because you eat out anything. Oh, absolutely. We're definitely omnivores. Uh, when Eddie first started out, we, we were very much a baby bullet. We, uh, gave him all organic stuff, the potatoes, and so you pureed he, everything. We pureed everything. He really was. He was eating like a weightlifter up until like two and a half, and then okay. like I mean, he would have cottage cheese, tomatoes, a serving of fruit, and just nail it all. He he uh, loved avocados right away. He really loved guacamole because um, we're just adding tomatoes and onions to it. Yay, with a bit of lime. So. Um, we exposed him to everything, and then uh, three three years old came around, and he only wanted to eat chicken nuggets and French fries. <laughs> that was it. Erica, we weren't as like because Eddie was so energetic. Let's just say um, we didn't have the time to prepare a lot of the same fresh organic stuff. Mm-hmm. So Erica, when we did prepare it, she was just like, nope, and she preferred like bottled stuff. She preferred like baby food. She preferred the rice cereal. She preferred things like that. Tale of two different kids, right? Okay. So to keep things interesting like that, we wouldn't necessarily cook them their own separate meal. We would like, when we have tacos, we're like, this is tacos, but look what everything gets here. So they could pick like cheese, tomatoes, Whatever they can they pick want. what they like. If they like, yeah, exactly. Do you ever do you ever push food on them, like to be like, you need to try this, or you need to, like not like a finishing thing, but like we're having this tonight, and you need to at least try it. I did that actually over the Christmas break with Erica. Uh, Erica was is really hooked on apple juice, and it's a 50-50 mixture. But we ran out of apple juice, and I wasn't driving into Costco to pick anything up. Blah blah blah. Um, so we had white cranberry juice sitting around. Gross. No, it's great. No. Super good. Oh, no, it's great. Super as, great as, with vodka and soda. As they say in The Departed, are you on your period? <laughs> <laughs> but if I am, eh? Yeah, fucking guy. <laughs> so Erica was like, no, I don't want it. It's gross. No, I don't want it. It's gross. I said to her, I'm like, I will eat a dirty sock if you do not like this. And Eddie heard it. He came running over. He's like, what? He like rips <laughs> off his sock. He's like, I haven't changed it in five weeks, bitch. <laughs> no. And, and, and he's like, don't like it. Don't like any of it. Don't like any of it, Erica. And I'm like, I will eat that sock if you do not like this juice. And I poured her some and she drank it. And I did not have to eat a sock. She enjoyed it. So I, oh, nice. I've kind of found a little workaround. If she's like, no, 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 I'll, I'll put out something there that I'm like, I know that she's literally going to like it. She's my daughter. 
Duh. That's not going to work every time, though. No, Because, 100%. like, sometimes you are going to get stuck eating a sock. For sure. I Actually, a week later, I changed the bet because I was like, oh, maybe she won't like it. So I changed it to a piece of paper. I will eat your mother's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I just hear Amanda, promises, promises, yeah, okay, sure. I was like, you know I like to eat ass because I eat hot dogs. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, Mr. Davis. <laughs> oh, right, that is. That is the Jeffrey Davis. Davis. That's funny. Jeffrey oh, Davis is very funny. Very funny kid. He does have a good funny. joke about that. He does that. have that. That's yeah. a very, you don't see it coming for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Sorry, um, sorry if we spoiled your joke for audiences, Jeffrey, but... For uh, dozens of people. For dozens of people. <laughs> actually, you know, like, no, our, yeah. our, our listenership is really actually nicely high on our interviews. Less so on the Minnesotes, but I like the Minnesotes, because that's when we get to kind of laugh. Yeah, we just get to laugh. Lab. So, yeah. So, yeah. We're like every is. other angry white man in a garage. Except we're in a basement with foam walls. Joker was nominated for Oscars. Oh yeah, right on. I actually still haven't caught up to see that. You know, I heard. I, yeah, I heard some. Yeah, mixed. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. But yeah, the kids and eating patterns are great. So you actually wanted to talk about? Well, there's, where's it good? We're here now. It's food. Exactly. Yeah, it's good. Exactly. Um, because I got. I do have questions. Like you, you eat. Like I've seen you eat, and you. <laughs> I'm not it's scary. I'm not <laughs> trying to say that like Chris has accidentally bitten his finger before while eating food, but he's definitely bitten his finger before while eating yeah. food. Yeah, I just stopped biting my cheek last year while chewing in a fast frenzy. So that's a what. Thing. What does food? And this might be a weird question. But what, was, what does food mean to you? Right? Like, what is your experience and your relationship with food? Because like I've spoken about mine growing up with weird diets and meat and potatoes and just not. Having, I never had any real pressure to like eat the things I didn't like. Right, uh, food to me has a, a great connection to family. Uh, my dad was a Red Seal chef, and my first job with in high school was working for a catering company with him. Okay, and so my connection to the art that is food and what we all consume and what food is 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 a very strong one. Yeah, I'd say, like, when I have something very fine, I enjoy it not quickly, because I know you get food down, but there's also a time and a place to be a connoisseur, mm -hmm. right? And uh, it's it's a bonding thing, for sure. I mean, it, like, people will cook together and things like that. Well, I think that's part of the reason why you, you and Amanda do raclette often, right? Yes. And you invite, you invite different people over in different groups to do raclette, because that's your... your your family time with your friend Friends family, time. yeah, right? exactly. Like, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, that's a, that's a, also a talking meal too, right? Yeah. And if you don't like potatoes with melted cheese, I'm not sure if you're a human being. There are some people out there, because I know that at some point I probably would not have wanted the melted cheese. <laughs> I know, fair enough, fair enough. You know, like, Especially this the the pungent stuff that. Is really tasty once it gets warm. I was about to say, I still have a little bit of a problem with very old cheeses. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, for, for but, sure. But that's just that, like, it rocks my stomach in ways that... Yeah, don't worry. When we have you over, we have the lighter end of the scale yeah, and, of, the, of the what's there, for sure. Yeah, it's always so, good. Yeah, no, so the connection... And I want my kids to obviously not abuse food, because it can be a drug, right? Yeah. 
right? People, gluttony is a sin, right? <laughs> well, you know, gluttony is apparently. So. Let's say your convictions debate tell you what's <laughs> a sin. Right? Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I just want them to have a, a connection to one, the the where it comes from, and to how it's prepared and what it like what that process means to them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, now Amanda is a little bit more closer to my spectrum of things, where she's hundred percent. One of Kate's, and I'm sorry, Kate, for kind of bringing this up without talking to you about this, because this was not the conversation we thought we were going to have. But um, one of Kate's biggest stressors when it comes to our relationship is is food, okay. and that's because. She's like, she's like, I want to eat with you and I want to cook with you and I want to make food with you, but I don't know what the fuck you like. <laughs> and that's the reality. And like, it's something that for me, like, I'm also like, I don't really know what I like either. Give me suggestions yeah. and I'll tell you if I like it or not, or just tell me what you want and I'll fucking try it. One of our first, one of our first dates, we ended up going into this place where I had to eat green beans. Oh, and I fucking hate green beans! But like, because I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I'm trying to impress this girl, and she made the green beans. It was like this friend's giving type of thing. Yeah, and uh, there I am with a plate full of green beans, just like slowly, like ah, and I did it. <laughs> and like, I don't think anybody knew that I hated them, but like. It took a lot of willpower. So, like, how is it for you as someone who is with a partner who is more on the picky spectrum? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, well, that that changed. Uh, that was absolutely when we first started dating. That's uh, it, it was tough. But I realized just because she hadn't been exposed to a lot of the food that I enjoyed, uh, that doesn't mean she didn't like it. Yeah. So uh, just kind of getting to know a few questions of, like, uh, do you prefer like a sweet sauce or even just, you've had Western Chinese food? Yeah. What do you prefer to eat at Western Chinese? Well, I like chicken balls. I like the spring rolls. I like these. I'm like, okay, from there, we can go to Vietnamese food, right? From Vietnamese I food. I remember you telling me about like the first time you took her to pho. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah like, you've never had pho? And you're like, I've never had pho. And you're like, all right, here we go. Going to pho. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I don't like pho. No? No. Oh, that's it's fair just, enough. Pho is a big soup bowl. Uh, I, I prefer bun. I, is, that's the thing is like we've gone out for pho and I've, I I I think boon is more of the dry like it's more yeah it's a dryer. rice noodle and it's got like and fried you stuff like on top it's got and fried and stuff yeah, yeah yeah I like that and yeah. it comes with like bean sprouts and stuff yeah, like and that bean sprouts yeah sprouts and sides and little dips and so, stuff like that yeah and that was something I never would have tried if Kate wasn't like hey we're going to this restaurant yeah yeah exactly so from there I was like okay you like that perfect here's a gateway the next thing we tried is Thai because she's like I don't like I didn't mind how spicy this was. The peanuts were great on top. I'm like, oh, you like the peanut flavor? Here we go. The next thing is Thai, right? Mm. And uh, so it got gradually better that way. And then uh, I'm she was allergic to peanuts, so oh, I just right. yeah, you I could, avoid yeah, Thai. You do that. Shit I do. I just like it's not worth going into a Thai restaurant for me because no, you never. No, can I got my EpiPen. I'm gonna get my Thai well, on. You're just like, whoa, no. Right? I, so. I, I, <laughs> I'll have to tell you this off air. I'll have to tell okay. you this off air. Right, yeah, fair enough. Remind fair me enough. of it. It's another of, testicle <laughs> adventure. No, no, no. It's not about my testicles. But, <laughs> but um, remind me about EpiPen. Because okay. I've got a okay. story for you for about EpiPens. All right, cool. Uh, I once went to a Chinese restaurant with my ex-wife and right. her best friend. It was not a Western Chinese food. Oh, okay. You went to for traditional Chinese. Food. I didn't know that, right? right? And there was nothing on that traditional Chinese menu that like popped out as like something that's like, I think I'll like this. Yeah. And then I got to like 
deep-fried chicken. And I, being stupid white man, was like, oh, this is how they call their, like, this is what they call their chicken fingers. <laughs> I'm like, like, I found the Western meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah. so they come around. They take everything. They take the orders. No, no, no like a lady deep. comes by okay, and okay. she, she takes the orders. She takes my ex-wife's order. She takes my ex-wife's friend's order. And she turns to me, I was like, I'll have half a deep-fried chicken. And the waitress is like, are you sure? And in my head, I thought that she was asking me, are you sure, like, you're a fucking child? Right? Like, yeah, you're yeah, ordering yeah. from the children's menu. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure. And, like, my ex-wife is making fun of me. He's like, he's a fucking child. Don't do her. <laughs> they legit brought me half a deep-fried chicken. Like, it was just like a chicken that had been dunked in a deep fryer, <laughs> pulled out, cut in half, and, like, with, like, a giant meat cleaver just been, like... Chopped into chunks, and then it was a plate. <laughs> Just a plate <laughs> of chunks of deep fish. It was, was it good. You know what? I had never shat that so violently <laughs> in my life before. Like, I I started eating. 20 <laughs> minutes later, I just, like, I'm like, I have to go to the washroom. And oh, so I go wow. to the washroom. I'm in the stall. There's a guy in the stall next to me, and he's on a cell phone, and I'm just making ungodly noises. And he's like, no, I'm not in a washroom. Just, he's like having a fight with his, like, his girlfriend or something, and I'm just like losing my shit, literally. literally. And he's like, I'm not in a washroom. I'm taking this seriously. And I'm like... Oh, I'm just groaning in agony. Oh, man. Like, oh, that's oh. one of the worst phone calls ever. So you don't like traditional Chinese, so no. Uh, yeah, there was a good evolution. And now there's like, she hasn't come to sushi with me because she still gets turned off with the uh, amount of raw fish uh, that's there. Okay. And uh, she just can't, she can't get her head around it. I'm like, well, there's other things to eat. At, at sushi. Yeah, sushi so like, and sashimi are two different things. And sashimi is mostly the raw stuff. And then, like, you could also have, like, uh, a tepanyan steak. You know and you can what? Have, like, what we should stuff. do yeah. is you, me, Kate, and Amanda should go to 168 Sushi. Yeah, 168 It's one of those great. buffets, right? Yeah. So, like, it's got a lot more than just sushi and sashimi, but it's got Korean dishes, it's got yeah. Chinese dishes, it's got. <laughs> Uh, tempura dishes. It's got yeah. There's a lot salads. of different stuff there too, and for sure. Yeah, that's how I got into eating sushi. Was like I would go, and I don't eat a lot of sushi. No, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And fit, me and fish are like on a like a oh, hit and miss. Like you know, basis, we're in the yeah. on and off relationship. Right. With fish. You're like, hey, sometimes I crave you, other times I do not. It's 100. percent Sometimes I wake up, I'm like, I want salmon. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And then like. I'll go to the grocery store. I'm like, I don't want salmon anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I look at it now. We're no, we're done. We're done. But like, that was the thing is like going to one six eight sushi where I would order like you know some chicken teriyaki, some beef teriyaki, a rice bowl, mix it all together. I'd order. Yeah. And then suddenly it would be like, oh, someone would order like it started off with someone ordering some barbecue eel oh, sushi. Oh, nice. And they're like, they're like, it's not raw, right? It's not yeah, raw. So that was my biggest thing is oh, I don't like raw stuff. And they're like, no, it's not raw. Try it. So I took it, and I like, I didn't hate it. Yeah. So then every time I went to sushi, I'd have a couple barbecue awesome. eel. Yeah. And then someone was like, hey, like you don't have to love it. But and they gave me a white tuna, and they gave me a salmon uh, sushi. Yeah. And so, like, the one with the rice, whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I was like, okay. So I was like, as long as you, like, recognize that I might not like this, 
loved the white tuna, actually didn't like the salmon one, right? Yeah, no, and, the salmon can be, well, yes, but it depends how fresh the salmon And then, is. like, there are some, like, that are vegetarian ones that are just, like, the cucumber egg. and egg. Oh, the egg one is really egg sweet. One is really sweet, yeah. So, like, there are a few that got me into being able to go, okay, I can do this, and now I can go to sushi with her, and I know that there's sushi that I like. Yeah. And and, and she like, can eat whatever she wants because like, it's all you can eat buffet, right? Yeah. So if she wants to order California roll, knowing that I'm not going to eat imitation crab. Yeah, <laughs> she can go ahead and she eat, go ahead and do it. Order yeah. that. No, that's that sounds like a plan. We'll have to get that done. Um, yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm I'm just saying that if you're having trouble getting her to sushi, no, it's just finding the time to get out together, and then like when she does go, she's like, I'm literally craving something. I'm craving. X and I'm like, all right, you don't get it out enough, so let's do that. You know what I mean? I kind of cave to what she wants as opposed to being like, no, you're coming to try this right now. Because <laughs> usually I'm out and about in the town, I come off of a job or I've been out like late, I'm going to a show afterwards, then I get to eat the sushi yeah. that like I don't get to take her out to, right? So, yeah. but uh, yeah. Okay, so I've just actually cracked a new beer, and I just want to talk about this quickly because uh, this is a this is from a cool place. I just cracked the McLean's Armchair Scotch Ale. It is a strong ale. It's a Friday night, 7.5%. So, you know, Daddy's not driving tonight. Nope. Uh, this, I love Scotch Ales. If you've listened to our past episodes, I brought Scotch Ale in on many occasions. The Tartan Pants from Big Rig. Yep. That actually was good, good shit. Yeah, that stuff. That was good. This stuff is from McLean's Ales, which is in Hanover. Oh. Do you know where Hanover is? Germany. No. Hanover, Ontario. <laughs> no, I don't know where it's, Hanover It's the is. Bruce Peninsula. So it's actually very close to where my grandparents live. My grandparents live in Sable Beach. Okay. Um, and so, uh, like, Hepworth, Hanover, Owen Sound, um, Wyerton, Wyerton Willie? Yes, I know Wyerton Willie. Yeah, yes, like that know. area okay. of the woods. So, so that's where you at. Every time I go down to my grandparents in Sable Beach, uh, I always try to pop into a microbrewery. We actually, our very first, we, our episode, first episode, our very yes, first episode, yes, was, we drank yes. shit from uh, King Carden. That's right. Um, so I always like to pick up stuff, and I've never been to the McLean's Ales um, brewery out there, because I don't normally drive through Hanover. Like, Hanover is one of those towns you really, pass. Like, yeah. So I'm going to take a sip, and it's going to determine whether it changes my route to Sable Beach when I go to visit nice. my Nice. So. Here we are. History in the making. You know what? It could use a touch. Like, it could... I like it. Right. But it's I, know, I know Scotch Ales aren't really carbonated, but the way that this one tastes, it almost tastes a little flat. So like, like it's been need, sitting a while. Yeah, like you need a touch of a carbonation, or you need like. Let's go put it in the soda stream. No, no, let's not do that. <laughs> let's not fuck this shit up. No, let's not fuck up my soda stream either. Yeah, fuck it. Okay, this is also date. I don't know. The expiry is 2020. So. You know, it's okay. You know, it's it's all right. I would Charles McLean, brewmaster. Uh, it's all right. I'm gonna check out their website and see what other types of beers they have, and I might actually drive through Hanover once. Go, go. Them up. No, no. I, I apologize for this minute. You might hear my baby screaming in the background. Uh, she's been very grumpy for the last two days. Not we right. were originally gonna talk about like sleep and do like sleep updates, as my baby is now passing sleep regression into um, actually. Sleeping through the night again? Yeah, he gave Champ a giant boner. It was really weird. Well, the door. no. What, what? <laughs> sleeping on his own. Oh, sleeping on her own, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're actually moving her into her, her crib in her own room this weekend. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, there's a big step. Yep. Yeah, it's, that's a big step, and, you know, we're also working on unswaddling. Yeah. So she turns five months tomorrow, yep. and I found out that you shouldn't be swaddling your kids past six weeks. 
Yeah. Yeah, I remember that with Eddie. It was like, oh, pass this, and then he it made him stronger. Like, well, yeah, that's the thing that they keep saying is that swaddling leads to less waddling. So if you're swaddling longer, it's going to take longer for your baby to learn to crawl Older and to be able to like that, yeah. uh, keep themselves upright. She's having no problem with that part. Like, I, I expect her to be crawling any day right now in the way that she's doing her tummy time. Yeah. But... Um, we are, we've been having troubles with every night that we try to do unswaddled or at least one arm unswaddled is night she doesn't sleep. Yeah, yeah. She's into a routine that you have to break. So we, we have yeah. to break a habit and uh, we're going to be moving her into a sleep sack. So both of her arms will be out, but it'll be kind of like the swaddle that we've been using because we've been using one of those zipper swaddles. I'd let her swim in the deep end as fast as she could. I would not even worry about the sleep sack. I'd be like, yo, Maddie. You get nothing, and she, she'll freak out sl- for two nights, and that'll be it. The sleep sack is like a blanket that they're zipped into. Yeah, I get it. It's our, like, home, our home is kind of chilly. Oh yeah, it's like it's, we don't want to. We don't want our baby to get hypothermia or pneumonia or die. Pneumonia. Yeah. Yes. No, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. We're yeah, and speaking of like, if we're on the topic of sleep, uh, Amanda has done a very good job in. Uh, Getting kids and having a very good transition from even the holidays or even the strikes that happened to like getting them back into their schedule. It was good getting back to school. Did she remember like, to send them to school on Thursday? Yes. <laughs> yes, she did. She did. If the, you remember, the emails have been changed, so she gets all the email updates. Now. A few minisodes ago, we talked about, or a few episodes ago, it was was an actual episode. Yeah. Um, We talked about how we've got rotating strikes for teachers in Ontario right now. Monday's another day. Monday's another Monday's Monday's another strike day? Another strike day. They have to keep escalating it, right? So the government. Did you hear the government? Is it going to give sixty dollars to every? Not no, not it's, it's like weird. A credit, right? It's like they're going to give sixty dollars to kid. Their, their math is fucking stupid. Is it, Wait, six... fuck a beer math is stupid. <laughs> it works in the states. No, no, no. Jesus. They're going to give $60 a day to parents with children between the ages of 0 to 6 who ha- are affected by the strike. However, they're going to give like something like $45 a day to people who have their kids enrolled in JK and SK, which, wait a minute, JK and SK starts at the age of 4 and 5, and then they're going to give like $25 a day to the kids in grade 1 through 4, but wait, 6-year-olds are still in grade 1, so like... Do we get sixty dollars, forty dollars, eighty-five dollars? It says zero to six years old. I have a zero-year-old. She's not being affected by this. Can I apply for the sixty bucks? Yeah, that's like, good. and here's the thing: is it's Ugh. it's calculated that this will cost forty-eight million dollars a day. Could we just give that to the teachers? The teachers are only asking for two hundred million dollars as a whole. Four Ugh. fucking strike days. Fuck. Four fucking strike days. <laughs> uh, four strike days, and this is yeah, this no. is not. It's not about the money. It's about the government's attitude towards unions, and yeah. even like Ford, he's coming out fucking saying like, "Oh, I don't blame the teachers. It's the teachers' unions and the union leadership." And and here's the thing: it's like I will never. I've worked in school systems. I'm not going to say too much. I've got a lot of friends that are teachers. Teachers are well compensated. 
We're not talking about teacher compensation in Canada. No. Teacher compensation in the States is a lot more uh, an issue. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about the supports needed for teachers, right? We're talking about EAs, TAs. We're talking about administrative yeah. staff. We're talking about specialized programs for kids with autism or ODD or uh, severe ADHD. We're talking about separation of, uh, you know, French immersion schools and, and incorporating like second and third languages, right? We're talking about real shit. And they're talking about, I won't give more than 1% raise. Meanwhile, they're giving fucking 14% raises to their MPPs and upping housing allowances. And uh, yeah. Revolution's a, coming, everyone! Eat the motherfucking rich. <laughs> only one thing the very good fall. Eat the rich. Stop it now, I'm going crazy. Eat the, the rich. rich. We're trying to say it's such a good time, baby. This break was brought to you by Aerosmith. Aerosmith is so fucking rich. <laughs> fucking A. Now, should we eat them? Yes. Yeah, totally. I would love to eat them sticky ribs off of Steve Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good callback to the food we were talking thank about. Thank you. Thank you. I, you know what? Ribs is something that I only started eating in the last two years. Oh. oh yeah. Man. Like I said, oh, I always tell Kate, fucking... Cook what you want to cook. I'm going to try it. I can't promise I'll like it. No, that's good. No, right? that's uh, that's kind of what it, yeah, and I did the I did the same thing to Amanda. I'm like, I'm just going to pick a restaurant uh, every other time, right? And uh, if you don't like it, well, that's on you. <laughs> so I was like, I can't, I, but I'm not going to like drop crazy. It was a gradual progression. Yeah. It was a gradual so, progression. So, so you were mentioning that like Eddie was the adventurous eater kind of growing up, but now he only eats chicken fingers and fries. He's, he's come back now. He's come back. He realizes that chicken fingers and fries aren't the the end all be all. He's very much a carnivore. Fuck him. Chicken fingers and fries <laughs> are fantastic. Don't, don't get me wrong. He loves his chicken fingers and fries. But now when we go out and we take them out to like make terribles or whatever we're on, like he'll have a burger. He'll have instead a, of the chicken nuggets. That's right. He'll have a burger. He'll. I still uh, get chicken nuggets. Oh, for sure, I do too. Um, he likes steak. He loves fish. He loves ribs. He loves chicken and all sorts of birds. Like <laughs> just, just all just general. Talk, he's like turkey. Like he's eating. like pheasant. He's like pigeon. Like, yeah, well, sparrow. We gotta get him ready for the fucking apocalypse. Parrot. parrot but we parrot. can't. We can't tell that story on air. No. <laughs> It's too bad. It's really good. Yeah. I, you know what happened? The food story that happened to me this week? What's that? That chipmunk and that squirrel. The squirrel. The squirrel. Motherfucking squirrel bust into my van. I caught him. I'm like, what is a squirrel doing in my van? He ran out. And then I looked at my donut that was on the dash. And fucker had eaten half of it. So then I threw it at him. And then he split it with his raven buddies while they laughed at me. <laughs> they laughed. I could hear them. Ha, ha, ha. And then he just fucked off with half a donut. It's funny. We're we're actually we should start to wrap this up because yeah, this is only sure. a minute. So um, we're actually going to have a bunch of like like we've had a lot of comedians on here. We've had a lot of like actors or personalities on here. We're actually going to have a lot of like uh, regular normal Joe dads coming on here in over the next little bit. Um, 
we joined we joined a dad group on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there are mom groups on Facebook which are full of drama and there's dad groups on Facebook which is like Fear my names. kids my kids <laughs> been throwing up for 2 days. Is this a bad thing? Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of clueless dads Actually, out there. I sure. really I really wanted to make fun of this dad's group today on this podcast because <laughs> of how stupid some of these questions are that that people put out there. But I also wanted to have some of them come on to the podcast. So I kind of put a call out being like, hey, if any of you have like any sort of experiences, like unique experiences or challenges that you faced as a father, we want you to come and chat. So we're going to have some less than like, well, not less than people, but like <laughs> but all, less than less performers. Than, no performers. No like, performers. We're going to have some, we're still going to have performers on. We're still going to have comedians and actors and, you know, anytime that anybody comes through that we Producers know Producers and radio executives. We're going to have we're gonna some have people a, We're going to have a fucking Olympian on. Yeah, right? that's right. We're going to have an Olympian on here coming shortly. We're uh, going to have a whole bunch of different people on this podcast, but we also want to have the everyday dad as well. That's right. We're going to so, Homer-esque Simpsons. And it's funny because within, within them posting this within like an hour or not even an hour or something like 10 minutes we had five guys that were like absolutely now i don't know their stories they might be boring as fuck uh well i mean if hey we're just looking forward to it and we'd be able to spread the audience around their dads everywhere right? oh so just, yeah. awesome b just like the post that i put in the oh, dad nice, group. Nice, awesome yeah. b was our yeah, episode he's one. actually on our show on the uh 28th out at uh at eddie's or 28th oh yeah. Oh, so actually, that's that's a good that's a good segue because we need to promote the shit out of this show. Yes, absolutely. Uh, January twenty eighth. Yeah, it's a Tuesday. So Tuesday night at Eddie's Diner in the Glebe, we are doing a Daddy Issues comedy show. That's right. Yeah. Uh, everybody on the show is a father in one way or another. Actually, a couple of people who have already been on the show are actually on it. Yeah, so Awesome B is on it. Oliver, Oliver George. George. Um, um, he's not. He hasn't been on it yet, but Mike LeBlanc is on it, Mike right? Mike LeBlanc's on it. And yeah. Mike LeBlanc is going to be a guest in the future. Yeah, um, so, yeah, yeah, shortly. Coming up shortly. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, come on out to the Gleep. Uh, yeah. It's a $5 show. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. It's start. early, so that way you don't have to be up late on a Tuesday night. Yeah, that's it. That's 7 it. to 8.30. Uh, Chris is hosting, hosting and I'm and closing out the show. Out. Man, and there's a night. bunch of dads uh, in between. Diane Skull is on the show. She's a father. Yes. She is a father. I know. Yeah. We we should have Diane on the show. Yes, it's absolutely. kind of like we should ask her to listen to the episode we did with Awesome B. Yeah, and, and then, then have we'll, her on the show. Have yeah, on out for sure. Yeah, I like that idea. But uh, absolutely, uh, follow us on our socials. Uh, Daddy issues, Champion Kings. Yeah, no, what else? We, no. we, well, we got okay. We just want to remind y'all. Remind you. So, Eddie's on January twenty eighth. You need to be there. That's right. Right? However, the weekend before, so next weekend. Next weekend. All the Thursday night. At? We have a show in, at Evergreen. Brewing. Uh, Evergreen Craft Ales. Evergreen Craft Ales. That's in Canada. It's in Canada, right by the Home Depot. What time's the show? The show starts at 7 o'clock as well. 7 p.m. on a Thursday night, so you don't need to be... Well, you know what? You can take a sick day the next day. Yeah, we whatever. won't tell. It's Friday. Yeah, totally. Friday night... In Bell's Corners at... Our favorite, Whippersnapper. Whippersnapper. We love those guys. Boy, we spelt it right this time. No, we did not. You spell it wrong. I fired that guy. It was on the ticket URL. It was just one extra P. Oh. I tried to throw one extra P in there. and it fucking... Okay. So and That guy got sacked. But we're on Whippersnapper on Friday. Whippersnapper Friday the 24th? That's right. Uh, and that is, I'm on the show, you're not on the show. No, I'm just working the door. Come on, guys. You're working the door. Working Come the try door. their beer. It's in Bell's it's, Corners. That show starts at? 
that is an eight o'clock show. Eight o'clock show. We yeah. promise there will be chairs this time. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I'm picking them up on Friday. <laughs> and then Saturday. <laughs> you and I are on a special uh Comedy Night fundraiser for Kinburn Community Hall. Can, can normal people go to the show? Absolutely. These are uh, all three of these shows you could find on Eventbrite as well as our Facebook page, uh, my Facebook page, as well as uh, Brewing Up Laughs. Brewing Up Laughs. Brewing Up Laughs. Brewing Up Laughs because it takes a few times to brew up laughs with beer. So uh, that's uh, you and me are going to be out there with uh, Jim McNally, headliner. I fucking love Jim McNally. Oh, Jim is so solid. He's it's, one uh, of my favorite comedians to watch. A uh, portion of the proceeds are going towards Kidburn Community Hall so we can continue to do these shows as well as to start to raise funds for Kidburn. Nice. Yeah. And then at the end of the month, January 31st, I'm going to be on uh, the Carlton Place Gastropub show. And that is my last night of drinking before dry February. So if you want to come out and see a Tipsy Matthew do a solid four. <laughs> I can just see Ken waving his Ken's phone waving his phone at me. Hi, Ken! <laughs> so, it's also Stein night. You can get a full Stein of beer. Like, this is a Stein. Like, it's a, a liter. Man it's a, it's liter a liter of beer for 10 bucks. Yeah, 10 bucks. And it's all like craft shit, too. You can get Budweiser get if you want to get that it, shit, but, but you can get Stalwart. Stalwart's yeah. one of my favorite. They got the Big Papa, which is a peach apricot IPA. Hey, hey. What what? Yeah, totally. They got uh, the farmer's daughter. Yeah, man, that's that's what they got my some favorite. good they shit. Some good stuff there. So come out, see us, and when you do, like, let us know. Let us yeah. know. like come and talk to us. We're we're lonely people. So lonely. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us emails. We love you. Thanks. <laughs>